This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. United States doesn't necessarily deserve a good president. We're, we've been a corrupt country, and many of us have even been, been guilty of it. You know, I mean, when you look at your own life and your own heart, if, you know, trust me, I'll never run for president because I don't want that kind of spotlight on my life. I've done the best I could, but I'm not Jesus either. But guys, we have a responsibility to vote, and we need to vote biblically, not selfishly. We need to be involved. We need to do our homework. Vote wisely. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he reminds us the importance of doing our homework when it comes to voting. We need to vote biblically and responsibly. We have to make sure that we are not voting out of selfishness and to take the consideration for our leaders seriously. We need to vote wisely. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 23 with today's message. You also, with that, have the responsibility to do your homework. Pay attention. You know, one of the blessings of of living in the 21st century is we have more information at our fingertips than than a lot of us even want, right? I mean, I get so many emails every week with stuff. I'm like, delete, 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 delete. You know, I, I don't have time. You know, it's interesting stuff. Even stuff I've signed up for. You know, like I get a I get a weekly email from a a German magazine because I want to see the European perspective on the the issues that that we face in the world and that we face in this country. And I've learned that this is a pretty reliable magazine. But I only read about one out of 10. I don't have time. You know, I'm, I just delete, delete, delete. I don't, I don't have time for that one today. We don't have time. I, I get these emails from people. So-and-so wants you to connect on Facebook. And I, okay. I mean, I, because I want to keep in contact with people that have moved on and this kind of thing. Oh, 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 okay. Recently, I got one though from MySpace. Don't send me anything from MySpace. Oh, man, I clicked on it, you know, and it's like, oh, shoot, what is that? I don't want to be looking at that. That's bad. I don't like MySpace, in case you didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I don't want stuff leaping out of my computer that, you know, I'm trying to not look at that kind of thing. And there's a lot of that kind of thing with MySpace. We get all kinds of information. But one of the blessings that's mixed in with the curses of our modern technology is Google. I'm a big fan of Google. And you know why? Because if you want to know something about Joe Smith, just type in Joe Smith. You ever typed in your own name in Google? That's scary. Name, address, date of birth, telephone number, social security. You can find all kinds of stuff just by Googling yourself. You'd be amazed at how much will come up in a Google search. 
I found a document that had my social security number on it online. Yeah. Google yourself. Be amazed what you find. But none of us is running for office. At least I don't think we are. I'm talking about Googling the people who are. Do your homework. Do your homework. You know what I hear when I talk to, to you guys and I talk to other people about our political process and election and voting, you know, for the people that are going to serve us supposedly in higher office? Oh, yeah, that guy seems really sincere. Wait, say that again? You're basing that on what? The soundbite from CNN? Oh, yeah, he seems really sincere. So? So what? I've met a lot of con men that seem really sincere. I bought a gold ring from a guy when I was 16 years old. He was so sincere. It was so not gold. Be careful. Be wise. Do your homework. How do you know? You know, that was the thing my dad was saying. It's like, how do you know? And this is what I said to Dave, my, my friend. I said, you know, I don't, how do you know? How can you possibly know? I mean, the average American citizen, how are we going to know who these people are? How do we know? How are you going to know if this guy's corrupt or this woman is a person of integrity? How are you going to know? How do you evaluate the people who are running? Google them. I'm telling you, do some homework, get on your computer, look at how they voted. Because here's the thing that you need to know. Do they do what they say they'll do? Don't take some commentator's word for it. Don't listen to our so-called leaders, even the Christian ones. Do you realize they can be wrong too? I admire and respect James Dobson, but he's not Jesus. He's just James Dobson. He could be wrong. You follow me? You know, Walter Cronkite, when I was a kid growing up, if Walter said it, it was gospel. <laughs> How many of you even remember Walter Cronkite? A few of you do. I remember every every evening. And that's the way it is. November, you know, it's, and sometimes it wasn't, you know, I mean, the guy was not, he's, he's not Jesus either. He's just Walter. People will lie to you. People make mistakes. Do your homework. You have a responsibility. If you're an American citizen, you have a responsibility to dig in and know how they voted. Know if, if did, you know, have they been people of integrity? When you look at the last 20 years of, of their service, and if they don't have 20 years of service, are they ready to be president? You know, I mean, there are a lot of, of questions that you need to ask yourself. And you know what? Then you need to vote biblically. Vote biblically. That's another thing I talked with my dad about because my dad always, he always voted his pocketbook. And I said, you know, dad, I understand it. You know, you're, you're, you're going to vote for people that you believe are going to help you financially. All I'm saying is, is that really biblical? Is that really biblical? That's an all about me posture. I want to know what's in it for me. That's how I'm going to vote. What's in it for me? I'm going to vote based on what's in it for me. That's not biblical. It's not. You need to pray about it. I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but I am going to tell you you need to pray about it. Because the other thing, see, is that my issues, the things that I'm going to look at and say, you know, these are the issues that I'm most concerned about. Well, they, they may not be your issues. I love having conversations with my friend from Washington because his issues are not necessarily my issues. We disagree on some stuff, and we have some great conversations. We're going to meet for dinner next week. I'm sure we're going to have some great conversations about the presidential candidates because we disagree on a lot of stuff. And we learn from each other. Do you understand? We learn from each other. Because I know this is a man of God. He's somebody that loves the Lord. He's just wrong about some stuff. He can't help it. <laughs> Corruption. Listen, the thing that I'm telling you is, is that, you know, you can have a guy 
that comes across so sincere, but he's a liar. Or he's an idiot. He's sincere. He's just an idiot. We don't want liars or idiots in, in, in higher office in the United States. I wouldn't vote for Felix. You understand? He might be right about 90% of stuff, but he can be bought. That's not who I want up there. That's not who I want as governor or as president, a man that can be bought by special interest group, groups. And when you look at the record over a period of time, you can see it clearly that he always you know, favors whoever contributed the most to his party. Not voting for that one. You, you with me? Corruption. Oh, please. Lord, and we need to be praying for mercy because we do, you know, the United States doesn't necessarily deserve a good president. We're, we've been a corrupt country and many of us have even been, been guilty of it. You know, I mean, when you look at your own life and your own heart, if, you know, trust me, I'll never run for president because I don't want that kind of spotlight on my life. I've done the best I could, but I'm not Jesus either. But guys, we have a responsibility to vote, and we need to vote biblically, not selfishly. We need to be involved. We need to do our homework. Second thing that I want you to take note of here, and I'm going I'm to zip on through the rest of these, Drusilla's curiosity stands out to me. Drusilla was a roughly 17-year-old Jewish girl, seventeen year, give or take, 17 years old. Her daddy was Herod Agrippa. He was one of the kings appointed by Rome. Again, he wasn't part of a kingly line. He just, his family, you know, he, he got in with the, one of the emperors and was given a position of influence because he, you know, he befriended the right person or, or, or whatever. But, but I, I think Drusilla was, was interesting. I mean, look at what's happening here. You know, he's, Paul is, is being brought before the governor because he's being accused of sedition. He's being accused of causing riots and creating problems. And, and then they bring him in. And, and I, I think Felix went back to, you know, his, his pretty young wife. By the way, history says she was a knockout and he actually, convinced her dad to take her away from the guy that her dad had promised her to, to marry, and give her to Felix. And it hadn't been that long. I mean, obviously, she's only 16, 17 years old when this is taking place. And I think he came back, and he's he's talking to Drusilla. He's like, you're not going to believe what they've done. Your people are crazy. Do you understand the Jewish leadership? They bring this guy, and he's done nothing. He's not guilty of anything, and they want me to condemn him to die and let them stone him to death. And and what's he talking about, Felix? I mean, why are they so angry with him? Surely they're not over nothing. Oh, well, they say he's a leader of this new group, you know, this Nazarene cult group. Well, what is that all about? I don't know, but I'm going to interview him. You want to come? There's much more to discover from the depths of God's Word, but sadly, that's all we have time for today on Main Thing Radio. In the meantime, Pastor Robert is here to share how you can access additional messages. I'm so glad you joined us today, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an edition of Main Thing Radio. Visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast to link to our iTunes account or to download one of the many compatible mobile apps we have listed online. Never miss another edition and a chance to learn more from God's Word. Thanks, Pastor Robert. Before we end our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you prayerfully consider financially supporting the ministry we have in this virtual mission field? Any amount is appreciated, and for donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. 
This month's gift is Standing in Grace by David Guzik. Pastor David reminds us in this book that we're not only covered by grace when we accept Jesus as our Savior, but we also stand and live in all that grace has to give us. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another look at God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.